welcome to today's episode of The Outlook by Brooke. Now, today we see UK's Prime Minister Liz Truss stepping down. And Boris Johnson is obviously just like so gung-ho. He is ready to be put back into action, which (laughs) absolutely nobody wants. Nobody wants either of them. Um... But it just goes to show you guys how much Deep State is um, willing to exceed all expectations, for lack of better words. Uh, I just don't really see this going over well. I don't see the country welcoming back Macron. I mean, um, Boris Johnson. I don't see the country, like, being overly excited to have more deep state players back in the arena. There's obviously a reason for their downfall. So there's that. Um, Also, I see that um, Tulsi Gabbard has a picture that has surfaced this week. And she's clearly with the leader of Antifa. I want you guys to understand that everyone has their role to play in this uh, movie. And some people's role may to be to infiltrate. Or she may have had a less severe crime and said, Okay, I will rat everyone out if you give me um, some sort of plea deal. And their plea deal was for her to play a certain part. To help expose other people. You don't really know what the deal was. I'm not really sure if she is a white hat or a black hat at this point. However, if Trump is in, is somewhat speculating that she could be a cabinet member for him, then there's purpose behind that and we have to trust the plan. Not everything is for us to understand at this point in time. And if you're not comfortable with that, then you clearly don't trust the plan. So, I just kind of want you guys to shake your normal faith and belief in the system that has wrecked us for so many years. And try to just live with a little bit of um, leniency. As far as we have to figure out these players. It's it's not always easy. It's not always black and white. Um, and before last week, some of you may not even have known the name of Tulsi Gabbard. So, clearly she knows a lot about Antifa. Clearly she has a military intelligence background. And currently Trump is... Um, I don't want to use the word endorsing her, but um, something speculative is going on between her and Trump in the political realm in a positive way. I'm here for it, whatever it is, whether it be to expose her, her or whether it she, they're going to use her to expose other people. But let's not get caught up in the nonsense of... Um, Being so harsh and so quick to judge because, mind you, the media right now is quick to judge Putin and say he's a bad guy in which he is literally saving thousands upon thousands of kids' lives and maybe even some adults' lives in the the fashion of um, disassembling these bio labs in Ukraine. 
speaking of Ukraine, they um say that they have a nuclear bomb and it is ready to go. Now, I think that this just kind of feeds into the fear porn that is um of I guess maybe this season um for people to be scared enough to sit down and watch DBS. We've seen a lot of stuff about nukes. Even the DEFCON warning system said that, you know, uh, nuclear war would be horrible, but here's um, a survival kit of sorts or survival recommendations for um, being bombed. So the propaganda is obviously there in which Obama did sign an executive order when he was in office to allow us to be... um, put through propaganda, so it just, at this point, it is what it is. You kind of have to lead with your intuition or your Holy Spirit at this point. Now, of course, they're getting closer and closer to saying that they are going to arrest Trump. If they're going to do it, they need to just do it. Um, Allow people to get mad. Allow those that are comfortable in being sheep and sitting on their couch to have a reason to wake up because other than nuclear war, there are a lot of people that are still sheeps that actually really like Trump. So, we'll see what the DOJ does. But, as of now, they're saying that they have enough evidence. I haven't seen them act on it as of yet. So, we will see. Now, Lindsey Graham uh, is saying that Putin needs to be assassinated. And um, that's the only way to put an end to this war. Which, honestly, just kind of seems um, extra at this point because we know that Putin's a white hat. Again, seems like a whole lot of propaganda. It's literally not something I'm worried about. Lindsey Graham is already someone that I see as deep state, so if he doesn't like Putin, that's fine. It makes sense to me. And I will just go on with my day as if nothing ever happened. Um... Fox News is now talking about ballots and watermark ballots and how um, 12 states really should have been for Trump and, you know, the watermarking has made it possible for them to see the fraud. I'm glad that this is getting some sort of media coverage because for so long it was just kind of like a, um, kind of a like a a ploy of sorts for people to say that they don't or do believe in something. And um, if you guys haven't seen 2,000 Mules or if you're skeptical, uh, there's more than enough things to look at as far as like capture packets on a um, digital realm or even the audits on a physical realm. For us to wake up and see what the facts and figures are. Uh, And, you know, I just kind of want to call out right now. uh, Peter Strotz or Strotz. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's S-T-R-Z-O-K. He's saying that 9-11 is nothing compared to January 6th. So, again, pushing this propaganda and this fear porn and blah, blah, blah. But I just want to point out how absolutely just despicable it is for me to hear anybody say that January 6th is 
even slightly comparable to 9-11, if not worse. Because 9-11, we literally lost like 8,000 plus lives. And it was a lot of CGI. It was a lot of propaganda. It was a lot of fear-mongering. Um, there were even like people in those planes that had patents. You know, four out of five of them were on the plane. And just... In every single possible way that the Rothschilds and, and the Illuminati and the deep state could win, they did on that day. I just, that those were people, okay, let's do the math here. Okay, those people, even if they had one child, that's 8,000 children affected. If they had more, you do the math. If there were 8,000 people... How many parents were affected? 16,000? We're not even at this point counting aunts and uncles and brothers and just people watching the media and their hearts breaking across the nation. They don't even have to know you, but we all bleed red, white, and blue. So to say that January 6th wasn't just worse than 9-11, I'm sorry, you, you can't come back from that. There is nothing... In this world that you can say that will earn my respect back personally. And I'm sure a lot of other people feel that way. It's just completely disgraceful and very unprofessional. And I cannot stand the lack of awareness that they are giving towards these families that, you know, yes, that was in 2001. But here we are 21 years later and those families would have been still here, probably very prosperous, children, grandchildren, like you don't know. So I'm very, very disappointed in the mainstream media and Peter specifically. And I just really, it's it's sad that you have to send your condolences even 20 years later, but that is how I feel right now, that we are better than that as a nation. And it's, kind of divisive. I still, till this day, my heart still breaks for those people that lost their lives, especially they were targeted by their own president. It doesn't get much worse than that. And then blamed on terrorism is so very disrespectful to all the lives lost and all of the people affected. If you guys want to follow me on Truth Social, that is where you can find the latest and greatest that I have to post if I'm not going to post on a weeknight that I normally do or even just interesting things that I find.